0: Lindsay, I will what you, we talking about
1: oh I will tell
0: you, I I am lindsay I <sighs>
1: And I'm East. Hi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this is Shut Up and Be Nice. And this is our first episode that we are recording with two individual...
1: Microphones. Microphones. So y'all can stop telling us... Being rude. That we need better sound.
0: You know, and if we're being real... We needed better sound. We needed better sound. And really, nobody outright told us or maybe maybe one or two people did oh
1: my sister straight up said your sound is terrible okay and she's listening this is how you look to the public
0: (sighs) an asshole ugly (laughs) ugly we love you thank you for the feedback we knew uh We just didn't have the funds and also wanted to make sure this wasn't just some fucking pipe dream that we were going (laughs) to do two episodes and then fucking quit. And it still might
1: be, but it might be, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's going to be. We just need to work on our energy levels, which is something we're going to be talking about, I'm sure, on this podcast.
0: You know, I feel like
1: the you spilled your wine. I know
0: it's because it moved a little.
1: Let's talk about wine. Sure. Lindsay has convinced me. Yeah. That I need to be a wine bitch, which, I mean, I like a couple of wines, but I'm not really a, some I go to. I'm a wine bitch tonight, y'all. I've had a solid half of a bottle of cava to myself.
0: <laughs> I mean, And I like it.
1: I'm loving it. I'm having a good. great
0: time. Yeah. Wine is wonderful. I start my, my journey, I guess my. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Back when I first started drinking wine, I was, I never liked it ever really. Like as like growing up, I was never that kid who like, you know, when you see red wine and then you try grapefruit juice and you like pretend that your grapefruit juice is wine because you're like, oh my God, you know, like,
1: mm-hmm. it, were you not that kid
0: who no. like, when you, okay. I wasn't
1: into alcohol until I was like in my twenties.
0: Same but when i was a kid i would like pretend i was like okay so there was this welch's sparkling grapefruit juice that we'd have on like new year's eve and shit my mom would mm-hmm. let us have it and so, oh yeah so i would pretend i was drinking wine you or know. like the Mar- martinelli's like sparkling apple cider yes exactly so it, i would always be like this is me drinking and i would fantasize <laughs> about it and then at like holidays kinda,
1: you remember those candy cigarettes exactly you're like, like, the like the candy i'm smoking cigarettes, cigarettes. This i'm is- drinking wine i am my mother Yes. Well, well I,
0: I never... I was my mother. <laughs> yeah. No, I just was like, oh, I'm like an adult. And then, at like, uh, specifically, because my parents really never drank until after I was out of the house, but... Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> but my grandparent, my grandma on my mom's side, specifically, when we had, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, they would always have Rolling Rock and they'd always have wine because my grandpa was a pastry chef but he worked at a restaurant so he always got really good wine or at least so i was told because they would talk about it or something like that i don't know anyways they always just had alcohol and so when i saw them drinking i was like oh like that's cool but then i would smell it and be like god that smells so bad and then i remember trying red wine for the first time
1: <clears throat> and being like this is nothing
0: like welch's grapefruit juice and this is disgusting oh i
1: still think red wine is foul fast I forward do not like red wine <clears throat> Fast forward to me
0: being in my twenty, Like when I was t- in my 20s. I'm still in my 20s. Fast forward to me being in my first apartment. And I was 20 years old and my roommate was like 21. And so she was the able plug. to plug. Yeah, she was the plug. I didn't really <laughs> utilize her abilities until my best friend moved in, Alexandria. And we would get wine all the time. And it was actually, it's a very wholesome moment to think about because then i just started getting really into wine we really liked white wine specifically we did not like red wine and then i got into red wine after she moved out and then when i moved into my first apartment like my first apartment that it was me just alone living Mm. i got a bottle of red wine and ever since then i've just been like about it about it yeah i
1: love it i think if you're a person who like when i hear of a person who likes wine i think wow you are so grown like a person who like that's what they go for they have options and they choose wine Mm -hmm. i'm like you are a classy bitch you are a grown bitch you are better than me
0: (laughs) Uh, you're better than me
1: i literally think that
0: i totally think of like drinking wine with being an adult
1: well i equate it with like a lot of the people i was around growing up that were like i don't know so much cooler than americans and i don't know you know just like all this stuff and i'm like yeah you just drink your wine and eat your fancy cheese yeah That i don't know because like it's this whole character that's associated with like a wine drinker yes
0: i think the difference between like you feeling like an adult because there were parts of me that felt like Just having even, like, a glass bottle, I would feel like an adult because it's, like, beer. But then I quickly, like, once I wasn't, like, eight anymore.
1: When you really started drinking wine. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: But, like, when I got older and my idea of alcohol and being an adult kind of shifted, I was, like, no. Teenagers and high schoolers and college kids drink beer and Vodka and things like that. But <laughs> adults drink wine and
1: like whiskey.
0: So even yeah, now, you'll never
1: get me on the whiskey train.
0: I want to be on the, and I've said this so many times. Maybe we'll get there. And this kind of bleeds into like my amalgamation of what I think I want to be, <laughs> and like the like you said, the characters that you build in in your head, and you want to aspire to be those people the g- the cool girl that i want to be is the girl who like has whiskey in a fucking wh- tumbler with two giant ice cubes and that's it like i don't need anything else that I mean, just i that's i would like to be that girl but i mean, just i
1: don't think i am thinking back to like growing up in a family that was a family that was like at the restaurant was like do you want dessert and we go oh no but we'll have a cup of coffee
0: right because you have a more european styled yeah home that you grew up in yeah and she so- had bidets and i'm so jealous you literally yeah. the fact that you grew up with a bidet is incredible to me
1: yeah i grew up with I a bidet. am
0: so mad that my apartment now the bathroom won't allow me to have a bidet in it because it's so small that it won't like the one that i usually but get even won't those, fit and it's even, so upsetting
1: even those i'm like that's cool i'm here for the tushy movement yeah. Whatever it's called. The but, brand. Please, if Tushy could sponsor us, bitch, I would lose my well, mind. Well, they're about to not want to sponsor us because honestly, nothing hits like a bidet like an actual bidet. Like I, I, when I didn't grow up in a house that had an installed bidet on the toilet. My mom would go in and go, we're remodeling the bathroom and you're putting a bidet. A
0: bidet in there. It
1: looks like a urinal that's been set flat on its back and it has a rag, which that's I can't even believe that that's normal to me, but it is Has a rag and a bar of soap sitting on it and you just crank that shit and you clean yourself. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty like you put it's a communal bar of soap that goes on your ass. Well, I mean, you don't like put the bar of soap on your ass, but you like use the bar of soap in your hands. Okay. get a suds going and then you clean yourself and then you wipe yourself with a rag. Oh yeah, that's like the traditional use of a bidet.
0: Really? Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I was used to, and that's what I've seen in other homes that have them, which is like a lot of family members of mine. Wow. And I've and I've literally I've had friends be like, oh, I went to Europe and I stayed in a, a like Airbnb or whatever, and there was a bidet, and there was like a little rag and like a bar of soap or like just soap or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, it's... I don't know how i you're feel. clean. You're clean. Yeah. Cl- you're, the theory is is that you're clean. You, you spray first, then you, you clean scrub, and then, and then you're done. Well, you don't even, right. like, scrub. Not scrub, it's but like, it's yeah. like... It's a quick splash. like It's really like washing your face. Like, it's like... I experienced judgment for this growing up, but, like, I didn't, like, take a full-blown shower, but so many times... Mm-hmm. The pizza's ready. No, but, like, I... There was a little bit of, like... judgment from my friends who would come sleep over and stuff because they they would be like oh you don't take a shower every day and i'd be like no i yeah because my ass doesn't stink yeah (laughs) i don't need to but yeah it's just like little things like that it's just like interesting just different i I maybe that makes me gross i don't know
0: i don't think that makes you gross i think how i mean just growing up in the states i mean i didn't I I i don't
1: i don't have like a anything to compare it to though yeah no <laughs> like i did not grow up in the states i did exactly yeah but like this is just like some weird thing that like my mom implemented. has <laughs> yeah uh, and, like okay. held on
0: to right well i think just growing up here bidets are not normal <laughs>
1: no they're not i mean people or like,
0: it's not maybe not normal but not the standard
1: i i will never forget i think this was my sister that told me this i when she had a party at our house growing up she was like stop peeing in the bidet to like boys because they thought it was a urinal oh uh, yeah at like a party or something yeah. like why well, I, I might be making that up but i don't think i am yeah like she was like because i know they do kind of look like bidets yeah for sure i mean it's it literally looks like a urinal was put flat down mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she was like stop peeing in that it's not a urinal it's a bidet yeah which i mean you could pee in it and it, it but it, it's just gross it's that's a thing for cleaning not for peeing
0: Oh, like you get off the toilet and then get on the bidet to clean yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's two separate things. Like you have a toilet and then you oh. have okay. It's literally like, oh. like imagine like what I oh wow. oh yeah no it's not a part of it's a whole separate thing yeah it's like a, in a my mom told me once that ev- after every time she used the bathroom I'm imagining not just for peeing but like after every time you know. Yeah, you poop. She would go to the bidet, and like a lot of people do that now with bidets that are attached to their toilets. But yeah. it's literally like it's like the general shape of a urinal except for that part. No, that I comes know, out. I know.
0: Yeah, no, I know. What it looks like for sure. And
1: yeah, you go away from the toilet. You go to the bidet and you wash yourself and it's literally like if you turn it on full blast it's like a fountain it's a fountain
0: yes well no that's how my bidet you know i think that after all that we just talked about more you than me but tushy should sponsor us because it's one and done baby
1: you don't have to move i know but i got weird feelings about that tank water what do you think the bidet water's coming from not inside of a toilet tank that weirds me no, out. No, it's not
0: coming from the inside of the toilet tank. It's coming from the wall. It's coming from your water system. Oh, I, yeah, every you, time you, I've you been it explained to it, it's
1: like mm. it comes from the tank, and I'm like, no. It
0: doesn't come from the tank. It comes from the same water that goes to the tank, but okay. it doesn't come from I'm your okay, tank. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you have so basically the valve. You get a valve splitter in the in the the valve splitter. Okay, Toshi can sponsor us. Yes, the fact that you don't have to move your ass to another thing that would stress i me kind out.
1: of well it, and it also i will say it is really weird on a bidet so there's no like seat situation you kind of have to like you hover squat, over you squat yeah yeah and it's it's awkward it would be like sitting on the toilet with the toilet seat up yeah it's weird it's it's like it's not comfortable yeah and, and tushy
0: makes it comfortable
1: well, because it's the toilet.
0: Exactly. It's what You don't have to move. All you do is turn your nozzle. And they even have... See, they might as well be sponsoring us now. I would love to just like talk about brands that I love <laughs> and have them sponsor me because there's so many things that I, f- I don't feel passionate about a lot. There's not a lot of things that bring me joy when Remember it what I products. said to you the
1: other day when I said, I bought you your Christmas gift and you said, oh, now I have to buy you something. And I said, good, because I love things. You love things. I don't love things. Uh, Tell me you don't love things. Half of what we talk about is, I have this thing. Okay, I I guess I'm going to phrase it with, there's not a lot of things that long-term bring me joy. Well, no, that's the way capitalism works. It's instant gratification, not lasting. But tushy...
0: And a and a few other things. When things bring when things bring me long term joy, I can't shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, and you t-
1: literally. I I have. This is like I want to move this conversation along because this is probably the twentieth time I have heard you talk at length about a, a bidet. I know and it's like a joke at this point because
0: you and probably 15 other people and 20 people that i don't even know have had to sit and t- hear me get drunk and talk about it well i also
1: grew up with a bidet so i'm like you're like we get it i get it i know i know anyway tushy is great and it's perfect like and- americans are just now
0: onto this bidet movement
1: and i'm like I, yeah
0: no, I don't even think they're just now on it. I don't think they're on it enough. They need to be even more on it. it they need to be everywhere. I told Michelle to get one, and she won't do it. Michelle. Michelle, get a bidet.
1: I mean, <clears throat> anyways. Anyways,
0: what I wanted to talk about is
1: who, let's
0: let's put an age on it, or a general time frame. When you were younger, what was, or let's let's do this. Let's go when you were younger, what did you think? a cool person is and what do you now think is a cool person. Oh, I like that. Somebody that you like would look up to or some somebody that you're like, I wanna be that person. So let's start with younger first. And you can go well,
1: I mean, initially younger I think of growing up in an extremely what's the word? Unorthodox, non traditional family. Either, yeah. You know, divorce, child of divorce, young divorce. And with a mom who was Still finding herself. Mm -hmm. And I used to think my mom was so cool. She we had a hot tub. We had a bidet. We had a bidet. Yeah, we had a hot tub. (laughs) And my mom would just like my mom was just like that like she's a movie character. Yeah. You know, like just not a mom was your friend. You had this like kind of boundaryless relationship with that feels really cool when you're a kid because you hear about all your friends shitty authoritarian lame, lame parents and then I had this like cool mom cool mom that like as soon as the divorce happened it was like no rules it was like just your friends can sleep over I don't care who they are it could be boys it could be girls it could be theys it could be thems like it was just like it was just this free for all free for all and because she was so focused on her own life and mm-hmm. I don't fault her for that. She was just so like, well, I'm not going to be home some nights. I'm going to be on a date or like I'm going to be out partying. So like, what am I going to hold you to if I'm not being the example? And she's never going to listen to this, which is why I'm (laughs) saying all this. But like it was just this. My mom kind of was my idea of an adult. I mean, that's that was my example Mm -hmm. was this wine guzzling party girl with big hair and that wore tight leather pants and studded boots and like you know just was and like listened to the cure and tears for fears and was just cool. road motor- motorcycles just yeah. this wild woman she's not anything like that hardly other than the motorcycles anymore but like that was my idea of like oh damn i didn't i didn't encounter the thought of aging until I encountered other adults as I became an adult, and was like, "Oh wow, that's like you do age, and mm. you do like life can get boring." Yeah, I didn't ever have that. So your mom
0: was your idea of a cool girl, or yeah, like what you wanted was. to be when no, you
1: grew up? She definitely was. Yeah, that's my very mom very sweet. She it it's very traumatizing sad. to yeah. think back on now <laughs> of like this person who didn't really take care of me, mm-hmm. but I. But when you're a kid, yeah, you think not having authority in your life is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. But now I look back on it and I'm like that kind of fucked me up in some ways. But I... when it was happening, I loved the independence and I loved I mean, I moved out when I was not even 16 years old. Yeah. You grew up you had to grow up quick because you were like, "Oh, if I grow up quick, then well, I'll was, be like that quicker." I was also taking care of a grown-up. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was my idea of cool. Was like, that's and sometimes I'll find myself with kids having this inclination of being like the cool one and yeah. not the responsible responsible one. one. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no, like I don't want to. I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that to you because yeah. that it 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 misguided me in a lot of ways.
0: I think about that a lot when people you know on the internet people talk about like the cool aunt who will slip you alcohol yeah what whatever. is it it's
1: it, there's helicopter parents and then there's what's the other one it's like a whole thing it's a movement uh, it's it, it's basically just like like latchkey kids versus helicopter parents yeah
0: but also like there's this whole thing where it's like i want to be the aunt that travels and like the cool aunt there and i and i totally would like i desire to be that to because i don't want to have my own children but i want to be a adult figure in kids lives yeah but I also, like, I'm... And I do
1: want babies. <sighs>
0: <laughs> but I don't want to be that adult in someone's lives where they feel like they can get away with everything and they can... Like, I think that if they were wasted and they know that they have to get home and they don't want to get in trouble, I would like them to call me because they know that ultimately I'm not You'll going be to... be safe. Yeah, I'm not going to ground you because that's not my place. Or, like, but be I'm punitive. Also, but I'm also not going to let you think that that's okay well
1: what's wild is that with my sister my mom was really on it i mean that's when my parents were married and like my dad by no means is a he's not like a punishment driven person my dad never punished me but i respect him to the fullest degree because there was this healthy fear and i don't want to call it fear because i was never afraid of my dad but there was this it was respect actually is what it is my yeah. dad my dad had a skill that he honed that was it it is powerful to this yes. day of just like respect like yes. i respected him Absolutely. and i trusted him but my mom i just thought was cool cool yeah but it's actually not going into your second part of the question of what is cool to you now mm-hmm. that actually wasn't cool it felt cool then And like if something feels cool to a child when they're a child, it's probably not that cool because kids aren't cool.
0: Kids have an idea of what's cool.
1: Yeah. And it's not what they need at all.
0: Yeah. It's not. It's probably not healthy for you for the coolest part about you is that other kids think you're cool.
1: Yeah. If you're some like 40 something year old person. Yeah. Your 16 year old. If you're relating to your 16 year old on that level, you probably have some evaluation to do of yourself. But um, anyways, I don't want to talk about my like mom mom issues. But it's just so. What what do you think is cool now? Now I think my boss is fucking cool. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, honestly, she's so cool. She is so cool. <laughs> she has her parents or her parents, her children have a healthy respect.
0: Well, without I guess specifically putting it to a person, I guess break it down in character traits
1: you lead by example like you are like literally just you are you you can be open-minded you can be fluid and not be neglectful you can be that example of this open-hearted open-minded person without just saying yes to everything
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that's cool that's really cool I don't know and just yeah, just leading by example. It, it yeah, that's <clears throat> literally it. What did you think? What, what was what was your experience? Well, hold on. Actually, pause. Pause the podcast. Hold on. Uh, anyways. <laughs>
0: Gross.
1: Anyways, so enough about me. <laughs> what did you, What was your child example of what was cool when you were a kid and what is cool now
0: when i was a kid i definitely grew up in like well and i guess the difference between you and i just first and foremost is that i was an oldest child and you were the youngest child mm-hmm. so the dynamics of a family are a little different and even now i think my mom's coolest person ever but when I was, a, I think your mom is the coolest person. Everyone ever. does. She's great. Yeah, the Grams really just do it for a lot of people. Yeah,
1: y'all are y'all are a good bunch. We're a good bunch. A balanced bunch. A balanced bunch. The Brady bunch. <laughs> the
0: Brady bunch. You ever seen that uh, Jamie Foxx stand up? That's a really funny stand up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, when I was a kid, growing up, I mean, just like everybody and everybody, everyone has their shortcomings. And my mom's was just that she was very religious. <laughs> well, not my mom. It was both my parents. And they're both still religious. And so we're not talking shit about the fact they're yeah, religious. Yeah, I was going to say, don't call it a shortcoming. No.
1: I think the shortcoming was just. They didn't raise. Well, I mean, what I know of your mom now is she's not oppressive.
0: No. No. But there was definitely like, I'm not your. F- f- I'm not your friend. I'm your mom. Yeah. Which I think is extremely helpful. And.
1: I wish I had that. Yeah,
0: exactly. But Which all- is
1: weird. Grass is always greener. It is.
0: Well, and all that to say is my mom wasn't my role model. My parents were not my role models. Or who I thought was cool, at the very least.
1: In retrospect, they might have been your role models. So.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. No, they're definitely role models because I, def- I knew that they were doing what I ultimately would like to do.
1: Mm-hmm. But they
0: weren't what I th- my idea of what is cool. Oh so, yeah. So when I when I was younger, I definitely thought that anybody weird but really smart and really funny and would and like witty. So like someone who could say jokes that only a certain crowd would get, mm-hmm. that's what I thought was cool. I
1: thought that pe- makes so much sense that that's what you aspire to be because you and at least your sec- like your first brother mm-hmm. are so funny. <laughs> Charlie's
0: like, Charlie is so much funnier than me. Charlie, no, Charlie, you is, are
1: both so funny. Thanks
0: that i tra- i think charlie is the f- one of the funniest people i know
1: i mean me and you literally like our friendship is built upon laughter yeah for somebody who at, at least speaking for myself who can complain as much as i can like i hang out with you and we'll get a little bit bit of compla- like complaining out of the way but then it's just laughter like yeah. that's i mean that's why we started this podcast just to be silly we end up being more serious but I mean, it. I think that's is.
0: just how we are—is just being silly and being serious. Yeah. But yeah, no. Honestly, it, like intelligent, funny, and cool is what I wanted to be.
1: I think you got it.
0: Thanks. I. I mean, I feel good. I feel good about what I wanted to think was cool. But I also, growing up, wanted to be not mean, but I wanted to joke about other people like at their expense like i thought that was funny like you know like i
1: wanted simple humor yes well not no not simple humor i I think that's simple ass humor i have cut people out of my life now i think well okay that i'm like let me elaborate are you always just making everybody the butt of your joke yes you are not joking you mean it well okay <clears throat> that's you a, know that's, the people I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a little more deep than I was thinking when I was 15. I was thinking because I was still, and I pride myself for I've always been a kind person. Like I've I've always thought that cheap jokes were cheap jokes. Yeah. So I'm 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 not necessarily talking about like making someone the butt of the joke over something cheap, but. Bringing something up Like I would never go for looks I would never go for uh, Like something Yeah
1: because that would make you an asshole
0: Exactly I wasn't trying to be a fucking asshole Because that's that makes me an asshole And I didn't want to be an asshole I wanted to be funny And I think what I would Like the reason why I don't want to be that now Is I wasn't as compassionate I was kind But it was almost like a selfish kind of kind where i don't want to be treated like that or like i don't want to say something and then it backfire on me and then then everybody start laughing at me so that's why i wouldn't say it mm-hmm. but now as an adult what i think is cool and what i think is funny is people with which is it's very in line with what i thought as a kid but i think being compassionate and being nice and being An overwhelming joy to people is something that I really, really want to be when I grow up. I want to be like I want to be an overwhelming sense of joy. I think you already
1: are hitting those marks.
0: I think there's parts of myself that are hitting those marks, and I think that I see
1: the ugliest parts of you, and I think you're hitting those marks.
0: Yeah, I I think there's there's parts of myself that can be that for people, and then there's parts of myself that absolutely need to work on it and be better which you know the goal that you know the hope is that you will never actually you know you always strive to be better and blah 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 but my my amalgamation of a cool girl when i was a, a kid is just someone who's really funny and says jokes that only i get or only certain people get and by certain people i mean You know 15 year old scene girls who cut their hair with a big razor and are on tumblr (laughs) all day long and then now that I'm older it's very similar but it's okay you're funny and you are a little self-deprecating but you're also extremely kind and aware of your surroundings and you are encouraging growth in yourself and others and you want to do a healthy balance of nurturing and empowering in yourself and others. Basically just being the the best person version of myself that I can be. Yeah. But my my role model now is honestly, it's not necessarily one person. I would like it to be one person, but I find it hard and Oh yeah, often, I don't
1: think I have one I yeah. mean I said my boss, but like yeah.
0: I find yeah. it oftentimes very disappointing when I give when I look up to one person too oh, much yeah. because people disappoint me. Yeah. And people disappoint everybody. Yeah. People in general are just They're generally disappoint disappointing. Themselves. Yeah, exactly. So I I think the idea of of fulfilment is what I wanna be when I grow up. I wanna be fulfilled in whatever that makes sense to be.
1: Yeah. That's corny, but it's the truth. I want to be where the people are. Hush. Uh, we say that on every single podcast.
0: It's only been one.
1: Well, you know what I want to be? What? I'm gonna get a little oversharey right now. Ooh. Well, we were like when we were like talking about like what are we gonna talk about? Mm-hmm. We were talking about like just a little general share. I I didn't tell you about this intentionally. And we had talked about this before, and it almost came up on a podcast before. And we were like, "Well, we shouldn't talk about that because that diagnosis hasn't been happening." Mm-hmm. But I started the process today. I have mother freaking ADHD. <laughs> I do. No, I wa- I do. And yeah. it explains so much, so much.
0: It really do
1: of me, and it explains so much of my childhood. Okay, I I just have to I have to talk about this for a second. I didn't tell you about it because this is literally you're saying like, what do you think about? And I'm like this I still feel like a child Because I have undiagnosed Untreated ADHD Yes So I feel like a child Yes Because I can't focus I can't listen I can't complete And I'm not just saying this In these like Oh I'm quirky No I literally mean I cannot do those things Right In an adult to me Can do those things Can do those things no, I okay. So anyways, I'm going to overshare a little bit. So I see a psychiatrist regularly. I have I have anxiety and depression, you know, the things that most millennials do. And I've been treated for anxiety and depression and PTSD for a lot of my life. However, I finally looked at at the encouragement of my coworkers who are diagnosed ADHD. They were like, and they see this, they see this, they work with me. They see me in the environment where these character traits present themselves yeah. in their worst, ugliest face. And they're like, you lack focus, you lack listening skills. <laughs> <laughs> they see it, they see it and they say it with love, but I, I hear them when they say, I lack these very basic skills, these very basic social skills. And they were like, you need to, to say something today on your in your like doctor appointment your your telehealth visit right and so I he was like it, it also it's our first time meeting each other I have a new psychiatrist my old one left and I have a new one and I'm like hey you're just getting to know me I'm gonna lay it on you you're asking me if I have something new I think I'm I think I have like a an attention disorder of some sort and throughout our conversation I can kind of like and he, he said from the get-go, I don't really diagnose that. That's not really what we do. That's more of like a neuro, neuro like some sort of like neurological Doctor. thing. Yeah. sure. Like, I don't really diagnose that. But if I feel like we need to revisit that, I will. And at the end of the conversation, I think it's the end of, end of the conversation, he goes, so let's revisit this question you had about ADHD. And he asked, he's like, I'm gonna do a very lax kind of questionnaire I have of my understanding and my awareness of this, but I cannot, I will not diagnose you. He could, I, I guess, technically. But he he's, he's just not going to. He's a responsible psychiatrist. Yes. He was like, I'm gonna, I, I just have a couple questions. And we talk about the fact that I couldn't finish high school, that I couldn't finish college that I can't listen to people he asked me some silly questions that I'm like what the hell does this have to do with this and I apparently answer them exactly the way that a person who has no attention answers them and he was like and he told me in the beginning I probably am not going to pursue even referring you because it's just not my scope and he was like all right I am going to go out of my way to get you what you need because you need it. You need it. <laughs> he literally set me up to be disappointed. Like just of like I'll have to seek out other things for this sort of treatment. And that is so He funny. literally was like, "No, you need this. Like you are the exception to my rule." And I'm going to write you letters. I'm going to give you referrals. We're going to get you some treatment because God you, damn. you are clearly struggling. So that's where you're at. Doesn't that make so much sense though? It really does. I was like, I, was like, I have to tell people I'm not rude when I can't listen. I just literally can't listen. You just can't, you just can't listen. I just can't. Something's wrong with me. I have to work really hard to be a functioning social adult. So I don't know what the adult I want to see in the world is because I I can't even imagine being an adult. <laughs> I've never finished a book in my life. You've never finished one book. Never. Not one. And I was a gender studies major where all you do is read. I didn't finish a single book in my life. I haven't completed anything but hair school.
0: That's good, though. Yeah. You've completed many haircuts, many color services.
1: Yeah, because they only take one to three hours. And for a creative, that's not a whole lot of time. I'm so happy for you that you have been given
0: this new outlook. Because, honestly, I haven't seen you this excited about a diagnosis in forever.
1: I've never been excited about a diagnosis. A potential one. And now I'm like wait a minute, the source of my anxiety and, and depression could be the fact that I just can't fucking focus? And there's something that
0: could reel me in that has been studied for years and years and years and is proven to be working? Yeah, I can't wait for you to see. No, yeah. I guess that sounds dramatic for me to be like, I can't wait. because that I can't makes wait it for you to listen to me. No, yeah, <laughs> that makes it seem like it's kind of for selfish reasons, but I can't wait for you to see what that looks like for you in no, you uh, your everyday
1: life. And he was like, do you think you're hyperactive? And I was like, "Oh. I mean, like did you ever get in trouble for not focusing? Did you ever get in trouble for?" And I was like, "I dr- I literally I only... dropped out of high school." <laughs> <laughs> I literally dropped out of high school and my teacher said, "Yes. Hello. Yes, you can." Yes, please. They please. were sick of me. You're sick of me. I'm sick of me. Oh, I'm not sick of you. No, I mean the listeners. Oh. I mean, I'm You think s- they are? Maybe I think I'm, you're the fun part of the podcast. I'm sick of me. I'm ready to be sedated. a little
0: bit. Uh, <laughs> wait. What is that song where it's like 24, 24 hours to go? I wanna, wanna be, be sedated. sedated. Yeah, it was on Guitar Hero too. Yeah. I killed that.
1: No, shit. I mean, uh, this was a today was a big day for me.
0: What you had your telehealth interview today? before work?
1: During work. I took an hour off in the middle of the, in the middle of my day. Yeah. And the questions he asked me were like, "Can you remember things?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> no, I don't remember anything. <laughs> remember what? Can you <laughs> commit to anything? And I'm like, "No." I mean, I I'll, I'll say I can, but I don't remember the moment. I'm I'm like literally I'm already 20 steps ahead of what's going on in my life at all times. Right. And I'm exhausted Which, which by would it.
0: make you seem like you're prepared yeah. and you're not. But if yeah. you're it, being 20 steps ahead is also kind of a version. When marks
1: to, to meet a day and I meet 50 of them, that seems pretty good to the people whose marks I'm meeting. But there's still 50 marks I'm, meeting, I'm not yeah. meeting. Like, yeah. I'm still missing a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm... Eh it's 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 virgo rising organized chaos
0: dude there is there's nothing like it as a virgo rising in us oh what happened
1: we just got a podcast related announcement our podcast is officially on apple podcasts fuck yeah dude are you kidding no i'm not look at that I love that. Oh, I got it, too. Your podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. Ah. So we can officially say...
0: Available wherever wherever you you get get your
1: podcasts. podcasts.
0: So exciting.
1: I can't even handle it. I'm going to eat my microphone. I'm going to
0: eat my microphone.
1: Speaking of ADHD, I'm getting a little bit distracted, and I don't want to record this podcast anymore.
0: Okay. I'm ready to be done with it, too
1: i'm ready i mean we were going to talk about so many other things
0: but we don't i mean we're doing pretty good i thank you to the listener for handling whatever the fuck we just threw up on this
1: podcast <laughs> i hope i'll be a easier thing to listen to i think when this- i'm on speed <laughs>
0: Okay, vivance is not speed. Let's just throw that it's out there. N- not, uh,
1: m- it's pretty close. Really? Amphetamines. When I'm on amphetamines, I hope I'll be a more pleasant thing to listen to and to be around. Because some of you are around me, and I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: I know. I I I want to. I want to stop as much as you want me to stop, but I can't. But you can't. I can't. Let it be known there's a reason
0: that I wanted to podcast with you and it is for your 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 silliness and your all over the placeness and just how, I, I don't know. So I don't think you need I'm to apologize kidding. for it. I'm but
1: not kid in, in the back of the classroom though that you want to tell to stop rocking their chair and tell to stop clicking their pin and tell to shut up. I am. I am and that's okay. I wanna, yeah. I'm embracing that child and mm-hmm. I can be a refined version of that child
0: yeah i don't i think it's hard for me to see that because i think there's parts of me that I, I think we share a lot of idiosyncrasies when it comes to things like this so it's hard for me to be like oh is that a thing that like you do
1: oh it absolutely is
0: and i think i just don't realize it because we're kind of on the same wavelength When i it think comes i was stressing like
1: my psychiatrist out today really on telehealth i did have a i m- couldn't I, could, I was like just feel, looking, looking, yeah. looking, looking, picking, picking, picking. And he was like, hey, hello? And I was like, hi, yes, hello? It's just.
0: I'm excited to see how you experience, how, how you feel after you I do wanna it. I just want to finish a
1: book. Yeah. If I could finish a book and if I could commit to something for more than a week, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say about. You'll that. be the cool adult that you always thought you could be. I think I just need Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not that specifically, but a derivative of something. something and you know, close. I wasn't. We weren't going to talk about this on the podcast. We weren't going to address this. But now that I am officially in medical approval, medical referral process of like you have this undiagnosed issue, at like it, something wasn't caught when you were a child, you have an adult, not even onset, but adult latency <laughs> of ADHD. Now that I've had a medical professional look at me and go, I don't typically diagnose that and go, no, wait you're there that could be the missing puzzle piece I see it in you I hear it in you it might rock your world
0: I'm so ready what if you don't have to take any other medication other than Adderall that would be amazing no it's
1: possible because I said to him today I said as a person with anxiety I'm a little bit anxious that an upper will give me anxiety and he was like well if this is what you need it will be the only thing that you need see that's what because he was like well have you ever been diagnosed bipolar and I was like no because I don't experience mania in these ways that I don't I don't self-destruct right. from my like hyperactivity and my like over engagement I'm literally just annoying <laughs> I'm just really fucking annoying <laughs> and <laughs> like I am I am I'm so annoying <laughs> I don't, like, go max out my credit card. I don't, like, burn and then crash. Like, I'm literally just, this is who I am.
0: (laughs) Like, I'm just fucking annoying, I'm just fucking
1: annoying. I annoy the shit out of myself. I annoy, I can't even live with myself on the level of just, that I need to be mad at all times. I just, it's this high level. That's so funny. Yeah, and he was like, well, if this treats you, you very well might be able to just go off of everything and you literally just were not diagnosed as a child. But my mom doesn't also, my mom doesn't believe in Western medicine. Oh boy. Which is a whole other bag of worms. Which is why I was missed out on. (sighs) All this to say is if you have a child that
0: potentially could be. If a
1: child as annoying as I am, as neurotic,
0: (laughs) as... And maybe just (sighs) pop them some coffee and then let them, when they're 18, go to a psychiatrist.
1: That was one of his questions. He said, do you drink a lot of coffee? And Mm -hmm. I said, I live off coffee. I I ingest coffee like it is my, like it's water. (laughs) And he was like, and you don't get panic attacks. And I was like, no. It hones me in. It makes me feel alive. And he was like, okay. Yeah, if if like an upper is making you feel more normal, then we've got something we need to explore here. You know, if there's <laughs> any other adults out there that are like, why the fuck can I not complete something? Why can I not focus? Why am I that annoying child in the corner of this room full of adults? You might be ADHD. And on that note, Harry Styles, this is a part of the podcast
0: where you could sponsor me to talk about you. Right now, I'm doing it for free. Did you not hear? Totally
1: fine. Did you not hear? What? Harry Styles got somebody pregnant.
0: You're literally
1: kidding me right now. I'm not. Who? I'm fucking with you. I just wanted to see that look of sorrow <gasps> uh, in your eyes. Harry Styles. I
0: knew that you wouldn't do that to me. There was a <laughs> glimmer of doubt for a second there. But regardless your child would be beautiful i did just recently see the picture of you when you were a little kid because vogue posted it on instagram i reposted it on shop and be nice Uh, anyways harry can you just fucking sponsor us already goddamn it's do you want him to sponsor you or i want him to give me money and also be friends with me i don't need to date him
1: i'm not sure what you want out of this I don't think I am either. I don't think the listener knows. I don't think
0: you know. I think I want Harry to be a part of my life in some way. And I think initially, monetarily is the most feasible way of going about that. Anyways, Harry, this is for you. I
1: don't think he needs any promotion. (sighs) Okay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Till next time, listeners. This is your podcast. Mm